Would you like to move from toxicity to transformation in all of your relationships? Welcome to the Heal the Herd podcast. Remember when we were kids and we believed that anything was possible? We were going to be the first man or woman to do something really great. But then something happened. Something got in the way of living the life of greatness we know we were meant for. Well, it's now your turn to become the greatest version of yourself. And to achieve that, we will heal the hurt. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Heal the Hurt podcast. I'm with a special guest today, Kelly Griffin. She's uh, one, actually one of my first clients from several years ago. And she's doing some amazing, great things in her life. And we still keep in contact. And we were talking about, you know, maybe having her on the show and because in part because of the transformation in her life and what she's doing. And so um, I thought I'd bring her on and we're going to talk about the transformation that she's been through, which I think is incredibly important because if you're in a place in your life where your relationships are toxic or your friendships or your career, any part of your life isn't quite working, the transformation is scary. It's like, how do I go from here to there? Well, that's what we're going to talk about today. And so I want to introduce Kelly. Say hello to everyone. Hi, everyone. Thanks for having me, Kenny. It's so great to see you. It's as always, our discussions are nothing but fun and deep. Uh, Always appreciated how hard you've worked at the process. And um, the transformation you've had is incredible. And why don't we just get right into it? And I think the first question I want to ask is, we met at a networking meeting and talked a little bit about what I do. And then we met for coffee. And, you know, I think the first question one of us asked, or, you know, it was really like, what is it you want? What do you want from your life? So let's start with that question. When we met, what were you looking for? What did you want? Absolutely. I, back then I was, you know, really devastated. I was losing my best friend. They were moving away and I found myself in and out of very toxic relationships with men who didn't seem to, you know, appreciate me or behave in ways that I felt, you know, wanted to condone. Yet I found myself in this loop of just these, you know, poor relationships and I couldn't seem to get out of it. And at the time, I didn't have a lot of self-confidence or self-esteem, which led me to, you know, saying yes to things that I, you know, looking back, definitely could have said no to, but I didn't know how. I thought I was being nice. I thought that maybe I could change them, right? Like maybe I would be the one. I've never been guilty of that myself. (laughs) Like, you know, I'm like the saving grace in some seemingly you know, unknown ways. So um, I just didn't know what the heck I was doing, you know, how I was playing a part in it. And, you know, that I thought that, you know, I would be doomed to really crappy relationships for the rest of my life. I I think a lot of people can relate to that. (laughs) I just had to pick one that wasn't so crappy. (laughs) Yeah. Just look at Facebook. Every man or woman is like, (laughs) women suck, men suck, relationships suck. I'm done with the relationships. Everyone's a jerk. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that's kind of where I was at back then. All right. So you wanted to end the toxicity. You wanted to be able to say no. You wanted to be able to 
find it, you know, because what I, and I remember the day, there was a level of ownership too of me. There's something going on with me too. It's not just them. And I think for some people that piece gets missed. They're, they're really not ready for a solution when they keep going, the other person is the problem. Once they, in my experience, once they start seeing, well, maybe I'm playing a part in it, that's when they tend to start asking the question and start looking for help. And that was my memory when we met. And going back to that time, gosh, what, four or five years ago, um, what, why don't you think you could get it? What was in your way? At the time, I didn't know, but, um, you know, I had a lot of anxiety and I was very angry and depressed at other people's behaviors because I felt like I was a victim to it, that like somehow, like what did, you know, I'd ask myself, like, what did I do to deserve this? Like, I don't deserve to be treated this way. Like, how could they? And I would just, you know, run off to my friends and complain about them, you know, and like that they could fix it too, you know, looking yeah. back, like that's crazy, but it's so common. It's yeah. so common with all of us. Right. And it seems unfair. You know, we've invested a lot of time into a relationship or, you know, you, it's not like everything's always so bad. You know, yeah. a lot of people only hear the bad for us when we're upset, but there's also a lot of good. So it's just like a hard dynamic to break sometimes, especially yeah. when we don't know that, it doesn't have to be that way. <laughs> I think you said two things um, that, you know, and, and it's been my experience working with people is one, we have a culture that really rewards the victim. We all, you know, it's, it's always, they did it to us. And, and the second thing you said, there's a reason for that. We don't teach what true relationship is. We, people just don't have the information. Nobody's bad, but I use this analogy all the time. If I asked you to build a 747 jet from the ground up right this minute, could you do it? Well, only a handful of people could do that. Of course not. Now, that's not because we're bad. We've just never taken the class. We've never learned how to do it. Well, I mean, how have we all learned about relationships? How did you learn about a relationship? Watching my parents as I grow up and my family members and you yeah. know, siblings, aunts and uncles, other friends and their relationships. You know? Yeah. And who taught them? Nobody. Their parents. Yeah. yeah we, we just kind of just filters down and we kind of just do what we see. Basically. Yeah. As a society, we've never taught it. And so we just follow movies and songs and books and our parents. And so the, the perfect imperfect nature of all of us just gets passed down. And I find it fascinating. We take classes on everything else and we're more than willing to take classes on everything else, but relationships and, and some of the your parenting things like this. Oh, I don't need to learn about that. I already know. Well, okay. Oh, well, here's what I, I try to say very kindly is, well, okay. How's that working out for you? How many divorces, how many breakups, how many struggles have you been in? If you already know, is what you know working? And that leads me really to the next question is, um, what did you, because the fear is, should I really go face this? Should I address this at all? And, and really what a person has to ask themselves is, what will happen if I don't make this change, if I don't transform my relationships? And so what was that process like for you? You understand, am I, you know, I, I, I'm trying to, I feel yeah. like I'm not answering the question I really want to ask, but no, it, I understand exactly what you're saying. Um, you know, 
what I was most afraid of, honestly, was not that I was, you know, in these miserable relationships, then it's, it's like, is this going to be like this forever? There's no way I see other people. They're seemingly happy. How did they do it? There has to be another solution, you know, and why am I finding these people and, and what's going on? You know, why am I attracted to people? If I say that this isn't what I want, but I pick them, you know, so there, there, was, there yeah. was an aspect of that, that I didn't understand. And, you know, there were some commonalities between the people that I dated and, you know, some just things in me that I was never taught, like you just said, like, you know, and I had never ever in my life, you know, cause I, you know, this is like four or five years ago in my late twenties really sat down and thought about what I wanted. Like I, I never did that. I just kind of went with the flow of like who I'm at and, you know, serendipity and spontaneity and without a plan in place, I wasn't really able to hone in on that. And therefore I wasn't able to look for it or to say no to things that I didn't want. You know, I kind of just said yes to a lot of things that there's no way in hell I deal with now. <laughs> I, I love two things you said, no plan. And what do I want? Yeah. Because it's been my experience with every single client or anyone who just gets in touch with me on Facebook, sends me a question. I'll ask them that like, well, do you know what your needs and wants are? And they're like, what are those? They don't, they've never actually sat and thought like, what are my morals and values? What are my needs and wants? What are my negotiables and non-negotiables in a relationship? Like you said, serendipity, spontaneity, there's a connection and an attraction. And we just keep going until it blows up versus sitting down and going, well, wait a minute. What do I really feel about politics, religion, sex, how to let, you know, all the hobbies, all these different things in my life, what are my needs and wants? And then therefore, what should I look for in a partner? It, it might, I mean, I think that's what I hear you saying. And, and I know that was our experience together is, mm-hmm. yeah. So then what helped you? Who or what came along? What, what got you the help to, to change from the toxicity to the transformation? Well, I, I started, I needed to understand myself and why I was going through these things. And I, I used to suffer from massive, massive amounts of anxiety. And I used to never know how to be alone. So a lot of the toxicity in these re- relationships came from that s- simple fact that, sure, I wasn't openly admitting that to anybody. And I know a lot of people feel this way and they'll stay in situations that aren't that great, but just for that aspect of it. And that was a big part of it for me. I was scared to be alone. And that's because back then I was scared to face myself to like really see what was going on with me because I didn't know how the feelings that would come up would be so overwhelming. And I would just want to run from it, you know, literally run like at the gym or whatever, or just, you know, turn off my mind. I remember getting the text messages. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And And so for me, it was, um, you know, starting to learn how to take a look at myself and understand and, you know, be able to not only be alone with my thoughts, which I know a lot of people are having a hard time with even now with all the isolation. That's what I felt like back then, the isolation, right? And I wanted to numb it with what I thought were relationships, but really I was just using them as like a coping mechanism for hiding or running from my you know, internal pain and anxiety, right? Um, Because, you know, to really take a bird's eye view of what was happening back then, I don't think that any of them were meant for like a long-term, you know, thing. It was kind of like a right then thing. And then I would blame them for these behaviors. But in reality, I never wanted it. I, I honestly never wanted it for a long time. I just 
I wanted them to fix something inside of me that I had to learn, you know, through what you taught me to do for myself. And therefore, you know, I don't view relationships anymore as like a need to fill a void inside of me, but now as like a beautiful partnership or like a team where we can come together and experience life together. Um, and there's, and there isn't that like need or like desire to use someone honestly to, to fill the void. Cause that's, that's not love or a relationship. That's just a manipulation. Honestly. And that's, no, beautifully that's, said. That didn't happy. Yeah. Beautifully said. I'm curious in my experience, each client has different things that are like transformational pieces that clicked for them that allowed them to make that transformation is, are there one, two, three X amount of things that in our work together where you're like, even now it's like, like for me, I know when I went through the process, learning it, the, the, the biggest thing that kills me in any aspect of my life is when I say yes to something I want to say no to. When I don't say no, everything, my whole worst day cycle, my whole toxicity, my life falls apart when I stop saying no. I mean, there, there are other subtle things, but that's the major one for me. Have you, what, you know, what, what did you find were the key things for you of the, you know, the kind of things that really transformed your life? I mean, there's all these little things, but are there right. some key ones that jumped out to you that you learned in our Absolutely. work together that you see as, man, this was the ticket. When we talked about this, I yeah. really was able to make that shift. Well, I think the number one thing is that those toxic relationships are blaming them. They weren't actually toxic. They were, they were there to mirror back to me the parts of me that I wanted to heal. So whether that was the massive codependence, I mean, basically needing someone to be around so I wasn't alone. I mean, that's just not a sustainable way of living and not a happy one because nobody to expect that out of somebody is just, that's, it's not, it's not healthy. Um, so, you know, all these things that I complained about them were really things inside of, or things that they did that I just hated. Those are all the things I wanted to go fix about myself. So then once I realized that it was awesome because then I would look at them and think about what drove me nuts. And then I would learn how to go fix it. And then it didn't just drive me nuts. And then instead of like hating them or resenting them or being like, oh my gosh, what an a-hole. I can't believe this. It's like, oh my God, thank you. You'll yeah. never know that I thank you. And you'll never know that like you helped me. <laughs> like I could never just go back and be like, I hated you a year ago. I love you now. Yeah. Thank you I so much for that you. insane breakup and all of the craziness and insanity <laughs> because I am so much better. Now. <laughs> yeah. Like I could never say that, but like, that's pretty much what happens every single time. And I don't live in any resentment or anger and I can just fall. I actually am more in love with the, the people that I've dated now <laughs> that I don't see them anymore than I ever was when I was with them, which is so beautiful. That that's so profound and yet so confusing. When I say that in my videos and stuff that, um, what you discover in every single relationship, everything you hated about them, how they mistreated you and everything, it's actually a mirror into something in yourself you haven't healed. And people are like, no, 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 this isn't about me. I'm not the problem, it's them. But when you do the work and you commit to the process and discover how codependence and all these things that I teach a client and work with clients on, every single client has the exact same realization of, oh my God, you're right. And and I, like you, 
I mean, my first wife was physically and verbally abusive and I adore her more now than I ever, like I, I see now uh, the love I have for her now is much higher than anything during our marriage, even in the beginning when it was good, because she taught me that I picked someone who would treat me that way, that I was the problem. And I know that's very tough for people to hear, but maybe I wanted to touch on that before the next question. I was going to move on, but because that is such a fundamental piece of relationships of ending the toxicity is the ownership of, wait a minute, I'm playing a part in this. And until I fix that, I, I can't get out of this toxicity. So is there, I don't know, a sentence, a short phrase, a paragraph, something that for you, you're like, here's, here's how to make sense of that. So yeah, I mean, all these, all those toxic relationships we're doing, were just mirroring back to me how much I was taking care of myself. And back then it was zero. And the more that I have gone and loved myself and worked out, and it's not even about the working out. It's about, you know, the thoughts that play internally in my head. Um, you know, I would, I used to like drop something and be like, Oh, you're such an idiot. I would never talk to myself like that anymore. And because I don't do that, it literally reflects back to me just walking down the street like like the whole like the, my reality shifts my perception shifts people's perception of me shifts because i shifted internally and that's really important because there it, it is impossible to expect out of a another relationship with somebody for them to treat you differently than how you feel about yourself because that's what they know about you and yeah. so once i realized that um that was magical because that's where things really, really started shifting where I could see it out in front of me and I could see the types of um, new relationships that were coming and the people I was dating um, just like the more self-respect that I had, it just, Oh, it, it's just like, it's just, um, I can't even put into an amount like how, how um it has been reflected back to me better than I could have ever imagined. Yeah. And, and it's, I love your answer because it actually answered the next question I have. And what you said, a simple little kind of story of how in the past, if you drop something, you would say, God, I'm such an idiot. Yeah. And that was a mirror to the men you'd spend time with. They treated you like an idiot because inside you, you know, you just drop something like we drop stuff. I don't know about you, but I drop stuff all day long. <laughs> well, if I'm feeling like I'm an idiot over dropping something, well, then I'm going to attract somebody who see, yeah. you know, the, the relationship mirrors that idiocy that, you know, that we, that toxicity is a sense of idiocy. Like both people are an idiot and, I hate to use that term. I don't mean to be disparaging, but, but you're like, God, why am I such an idiot? Why am I with this person? Well, just dropping the pen shows it. And so when you do the work and you no longer feel like you're an idiot over something so simple as dropping a pen, or like you said, it's not about the working out. It's about how you feel that the self-love and self-care of choosing yourself will now the mirror of what comes towards you is completely transformed. It, you're not going to pick somebody who sees and acts and treats you like an idiot because you no longer see, act, and treat yourself like one. Right. You did it. That was. That's what I was after. Is kind mm -hmm. of that metaphor. So people go, oh, 
<laughs> I see that. So if I'm thinking and feeling X about myself, oh my God, that's the exact mirror of how I was treated. So part, cause I was going to, the next question was, how do you get it? And you just described it. You, you did the process. So let's move on to the final question of tell me about your transformation. What's going on in your life now? Cause like you said, you came in and I've told this story, you know, I don't tend to like to share much of a client's history, but I've told this story. We've talked about this many times before, but and I've said this in videos. For those of you where I've talked about a client who sat and stared at me for 45 minutes without saying a word, that was Kelly. That was our first appointment. And it was like this. And I didn't say a word. And as I said, the reason I never said a word to her is I knew I could, I could sense she had been controlled and manipulated her whole life. And I had to be the first person in her life who was going to let her be whoever she wanted to be. And so we sat there staring at each other. And finally, after 45 minutes, she's like, I'm done with this. And I was like, God, <laughs> because it was the first time she said, no, she's like, I'm done. I'm getting out. I was like, yes, she <laughs> sat there for 45 minutes. Like, I don't know. I don't know that we've ever talked about this, but this was, this is what was going on inside of me, Kelly. I'll tell you what was going on inside of me. Cause we talked about a lot of stuff, but I don't know about this, but what was going on inside of me was I have to be quiet enough that she finally says no. Yeah. If I say a single word, I become the controlling, oppressive men, women, friends, everything in her life. So I have to just sit here for as long as it takes <laughs> until she gets the internal power to finally go, damn it. I don't want this. And that's what she did. And that's why I was like, great job. You looked at me too. I remember your look was like, what? Well, now we can talk about it and it makes yeah. sense. So that's where you were. Ex oh gosh, I don't know, four or five years. I can't remember exactly when it was. Now. Five, six, actually. No, yeah, something, maybe five years. a long time. Yeah. Um, Tell everyone what you're doing now. I mean, all the all the things you have going on in your life and 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 the way you're helping people because now you're gifted. I mean, I, I knew that right away. You were gifted at this, at this type of work. And I remember us talking about that early on, a month or two in. And I was like, Kelly, you have a tremendous power and gift. And when you find it, oh my God, you're going to change the world. And <laughs> you're just opening the door to all of that. So please share with everybody what you're doing. Absolutely. I think one of the um, <laughs> greatest and you know interesting things about going through all that is the people that I would date, I wanted to really understand them and know about them. And to the point where now I, I can really understand and know about people. Um, I work for a mental health app. So I help people who are dealing with you know a lot of relationship issues, uh, a lot of depression, a lot of anxiety. And the beautiful part is, is there isn't a dating story that somebody could tell me. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that to be true. <laughs> like, it's like, they're just like, oh, I don't know. Like, or they won't tell me all the details. And I'm just like, listen, like, <laughs> if you could top one of mine, then like, we, we <laughs> should be. Trust me, I'm not going like, to share them, but if I'm you can pay talk you. telling stories. <laughs> I thought I had the dating stories because my, my <laughs> sexual life and private life is everywhere. But man, Kelly's got some good ones. So, yeah. yeah. 
for sure. Like Hollywood movie worthy. <laughs> yeah, this is it's it's it, you'd be like, no, that just didn't happen. It's like, oh no, it did. So. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's real. Like your jaws on the floor. Like <laughs> what? So like yeah, the nothing can surprise me, which is a gift because you know, in helping people who seem embarrassed or who you know are embarrassed or they don't want, they feel like there's only ones or anything. It's like honestly, from you know, working for that app during this time when everyone's so isolating, going through stuff. You know, we're all pretty much the same. We all just we all want to be loved. Yeah. We all want these things, and and it all comes down to figuring out how to love ourselves first and not allowing things we don't want to tolerate. You know, I'll tell people like, Hey, maybe, you know, maybe you want somebody like that who does X, Y, and Z in the bit, but I don't, no, 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 no. And they'll kind of like realize it. Um, and that's beautiful. I love that. Um, I love being able to take all the stuff I've been through, all the craziness and bring it, um, to help other people too. And, you know, yeah, the gift. I mean, I can hear it within the first six, in the first 60 seconds, I, I, I honestly know what's going on because I've lived it and I know, and um, it's just whether or not they're ready for the answer. And some people are like, dumb. some people remind me of me that, you know, coming with a freaking notepad and writing down everything and like, give me the answer. I want to feel better now. I want to be mindful now. Now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that was you. That was you. <laughs> I want mindfulness but- right now. Okay. <laughs> but look at how far you've come in such a short time. That's the other yeah. advantage to it. Oh, is yeah. Everyone starts in that place. Once they've decided to do it, they're like, no, tomorrow I'm done, right? Two more, two sessions and it's all finished, right? Like that's very normal. Then yeah. you work through the progress, you realize, or the process, you realize it never ends. But you can look back on those moments and you can see, you see the process. And, and what I tell people, honestly, that, that I talk to my clients and it's like, all of them pretty much, you know, they have this poor relationship or whatever experience. And then they go on this journey of like reading books, podcasts, you know, finding coaches, um, talk, you know, using apps like I, I do, you know, learning all these different techniques and then maybe even like yoga, meditation, acupuncture, whatever it is that honestly, if we don't have a massive reason to do those things, if everything's just kind of like, Hey, it's okay. It's not horrible, but you know, I'm just skating along. Things are all right. Why the hell would you do any of that? You don't have to. So when things get really crappy, it's awesome because it forces you to like, look at yourself, look at your life and change it for the better. Because if I had known that I could go from like level 1000 anxiety, like panic attacks, just like, you know, ruminating over text mess, like Thinking about that for a second, like I used to hear whose name popped up on a text message. What? <laughs> and, and can I mention the can I mention the blocking? Oh, expert blocker. <laughs> <laughs> how part of your recovery was how long can you go before blocking, like meeting somebody and texting and blocking them? Like it was like, yeah. just see if you can breathe, like just let the message <laughs> sit there. You don't have to do anything. It was like, no, I gotta block them. I just because <laughs> I can, I'll say something. And and so to be able to, oh, to yeah. sit through the discomfort to have a little <laughs> discomfort in a relationship without blocking them and then unblock them an hour later. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah, it's not like that anymore at all. I mean, <laughs> no one, yeah, it's, uh, it's very, uh, it just, it brings like so much joy to my heart because it's, 
I just have so much love in my life now and so much like consistency in relationships because I gave consistency to myself and my self-care and my day-to-day life. And I don't live in that that chaos anymore where it's like the block, the just, you know, and like, I, I also have clients, you know, who are like, well, I saw on Instagram, they're doing this. And then on LinkedIn, and you know, it's just like, I remember what it's like to be that FBI agent. Like, <laughs> and like, I just... I didn't know, like now just to live in this world of like trust and and love and appreciation and gratitude and and know like it's not perfect, but like I've come so far and I'm so happy with where I'm at. And I know that everything, it just, you know, I just keep learning. I'll never be perfect at it. I'll still mess up. I'll still, you know, whatever. I'm human. All the experiences that I've have happened to me are still part of me, but they helped me, you know, find alternative ways of, you know, having relationships with other people. Well, and what I hear in that is what I try to preach all the time. And it's my belief. I don't know if it's right or wrong. It's right to me is um, you went and became an expert. You gained the skills, tools, and knowledge. And to me, you said something incredibly profound, which I think for the people listening that are struggling with toxicity and want to transform, you said consistency with myself. Yeah. When we have the skills, tools, and knowledge to have the consistency with ourselves, to be imperfect, go through the process of up and down, but yet feel regulated through it, not losing ourselves. We're consistent with ourselves. We attract, we pick, we are attracted to much more consistent people. And so it's always comes back to us. Whoever is in my life, however toxic they are, they are just there to show me how toxic I am. And they're giving me the opportunity to go become an expert, gain the skills, tools, and knowledge. So, and I love the way you said, I may have to steal that. You have your own coach. I'm going to steal all your stuff. Um, But the consistency with myself, that's beautifully said. And I think that's what everybody's wanting. And um, I know this, it's, um, it touches my heart to see where you are. Um, You're a beautiful flower the day you walked in and it just never got watered. (laughs) <laughs> just never been watered and and now i just see you it's like that old bonanza or tv show the younger people remember but pulling the thing and just dumping water like you are <laughs> bathing yourself you are flowering and watering yourself like you i mean we you don't every once in a while we have a session but in those sessions it's like hey it's this 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 <laughs> this right kenny and i'm like yep you got Validate it. it. Okay. That's it. I just, I thought it was, I just needed the confirmation. Like, and that's the goal. I don't want a client forever. I want you to become your own expert. And yeah. my God, have you done that? You are gifted in this line of work. You saw it from right over, you know, early on. And I am so thankful that you, I mean, I, I didn't know if this was what you were meant to do or, you know, that's your choice. It sounds like you're going in this direction. I know this. If you continue on this path, you will transform many, many people's lives. You have a tremendous gift, tremendous story, a story I don't have and can't reach people with. 
and you will reach people I will never get near. And I'm so, it's just, it's beautiful to watch the way you love yourself. And that was a difficult thing for you to do. And, and I'm just honored to see you become what was always there. So thank you for allowing me to be a part of that journey. It's your journey now. Like I don't, I don't, I don't get credit for it because you've done the work. I didn't do the work. I had some information, but you made the choice and you deserve all the credit for that. And I just, I'm so happy. You're a great coach, Kenny. Oh, thank you. I appreciate <laughs> that. But um, you're right. You did the work. You showed up. And the everything that's happening in your life, the blossoming and everything is, you get all the credit for that because you set that up. Just like setting up the toxicity. Yeah. We have to own that we are creating and, and drawing in the toxicity. But you know what? That means we get to own the transformation too. And you get to own that. <laughs> so, um, and what's wonderful is you can now. That's what's beautiful is you're owning your own transformation. So I really appreciate you coming on. Please look up Kelly Griffin. Um, is there, are there, cause I know, do you want to talk about the website or is Absolutely it too early no. or like, cause I know, or the app that you work for, if people want to reach out to you and go, Hey, give me that Kelly Griffin girl. <laughs> Absolutely. So one of the main things that I realized in all this is, you know, how to live in the opposite of what was going on. Like I wanted from the beginning to not live in the toxicity world and this toxic relationships and this chaos and this pain, like just so much like anger and just finger, you know, so I, I knew I wanted to live in the opposite of that, but I didn't know how. And that's when I found you, right. It was very serendipitous. And so, you know, from, I'd like to say from like chaos to consistency and basically, um, you know, coaching and helping people through that, because we all know where we want to go from point A to point B. It's just how to get there. So, um, I just launched a website. It's called in the opposite where I, you know, I have courses and articles and some free downloads and workbooks on how to get from, you know, point A to point B, how I went through the process. And I also help people with any questions that they have. You know what, though? I'm going to start stealing all of your lines. <laughs> Chaos to consistency, like, damn it, that, that's too good. I need that stuff. So we got to quit talking because otherwise I'm just going to rip off all your stuff. <laughs> you're, you're always much better at marketing. Like you have a, you have a real talent. I, I've always struggled with the right words. I don't pick the words I want. And you're gifted at that. Another thing you have, that's wonderful. So um, please go check out, what is it? The website? Intheopposite.com. 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 I think you have to say it three times for people to remember. So intheopposite.com. <laughs> Please go look for Kelly Griffin. Please look up at her stuff. Um, look at her courses. Um, and if you need her help, please reach out to her because you may not resonate with my voice, but I know this. Kelly knows that, you know, yeah, I, I'm going to toot my own horn. I know that the stuff I teach is very helpful. And, and so I know that Kelly um, is going to offer you help as well. And so I urge you to just add her to your list of people you follow and learn from because you'll learn a tremendous amount from her. So Kelly, thank you again for joining us. And, and again, I'm honored to have been a part of your process, not your process that you've done on your own. 
So thank you so much, Kenny. Thank you for all your guidance along the way. I really appreciate it. You have been a light in my life and will continue to be. So I'm so grateful for our well, remember you just taught me about me. <laughs> exactly. What a great mirror. Exactly. So thank you. All right, everyone. Remember, if you're struggling in your life, if things aren't quite working, if there's hurt that's keeping you from or keeping you in chaos and not in consistency as <laughs> your life. Um, but seriously, if there are things in your life that aren't working and you'd like to find solutions, whether it's reaching out to Kelly or reaching out to myself, please go to KennyWeiss.net. You can set up a free breakthrough phone call and I'd be happy to chat with you and, and point you in the right direction to get you the solutions that we're all looking for. So, all right, everybody, thanks for tuning in. Have a great night. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you.